Come on. It's connecting. It's connecting. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Hi, gorgeous. I, I forgot I had to come to you. I signed on to mine, but you mm. know. Yeah, I don't think it would work that way. No, it doesn't. Hi, my beautiful Hi. friend, my beautiful, beautiful friend, stunning actress, animal rights activist, humanitarian. I'm so happy you're here and hanging out. Oh, have you done my podcast yet? Mm -mm. Okay, well, we're, I'm gonna have you on my podcast and then we're gonna get in some down and dirty. Ew, I like the down and dirty. Yeah, the down and dirty. So last time I saw you when I was in Atlanta and you were doing your show, um, that was so much fun. I know, we're just gonna banter. Really, the only reason I really did is to, to see Elaine. Just to see well, you, I miss you so much. I miss you too. And one of the best things about, you know, being in another city is like being at a, like staying at a hotel and having friends in the city that come to the hotel. Like it just makes it a special party. It's so special. I miss it already. I can't wait. 2021. I'm oh so there with you. Huh? Is that going to happen again? 2021? Well, as soon as there's a cure, I'm jumping on the airplane. But let's talk about you. I want people to hear your story. I want people to get inspired by you and the work and the process and everything. So um, let's talk about your very beginnings and how you got involved in this crazy business. And then I want to kind of segue into passion and purpose, because I like to talk to actors about, you know, your passion is your acting, but is there a higher purpose? And I think you have many platforms that you follow and to be given the gift to have that platform and to hear, have people listen to you um, can help rise up, you know, your purpose. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I'll make this as brief as possible. Um, I actually started my career in Atlanta, Georgia. I grew up in a small town in Tennessee and then I hmm. moved here with my mom. I had no idea that like acting, any of it could be a real job. And I started going to a performing arts high school here and my mentor changed everything for me. And I was classically trained jazz and modern dancer. And so I started into a career before I graduated high school. Mm. And from that, I just kept learning and learning and learning. You know, I didn't have anybody in my family in the business. I knew no one. And but I knew that I loved to perform. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept, I, I had certain, I tell people like I had certain lines that I wouldn't cross for myself. Like I knew that I wasn't going to sleep with someone to get a job. I right. knew that I knew grotesque nudity and not that like, I don't have a judgment against that. It's just what it, that wasn't what I wanted to do. Right. So, you know, right up until whatever boundaries I had, I did everything I possibly could to learn, to grow, to network, to understand. It eventually led me to Los Angeles. And I mean, you know, really it was a, largely a part of my dance career that really sprung board me, if that's a term, into yeah. the acting, yeah, into the acting world. And, um, and, having the success that I did because I had it really early on it was also a different time you know I started in the early 90s when nobody but nobody except for Madonna looked like me I looked like looked like Marilyn Monroe and Madonna spit out a baby and named her Elaine Hendricks well such a sad combination 
I so never got to... that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but so when you started, so did you just audition and get an agent right away? And then you had a job off and running? What happened? I mean, kind of. I was, again, at that time, it was all very different. So I first started because I went a model search. Ah. And then I started modeling, which then I then I was doing commercials. And here in Atlanta, you do a lot like commercials, industrials. Industrials are really big. They still are. Um, a lot of live, live stuff live shows. So wait, so let so me just interrupt. So you started in Atlanta, working in Atlanta on the industrials, because I always tell a lot of actors, when you're starting to actually do it is could be helpful to start in Atlanta. So you can build up that resume. Do you agree? Is that what you did? Oh, yeah, for sure. Now mm -hmm. more than ever. Yeah, when I was doing the late 80s, like there was, you know, there was a market, but barely and now it's a worldwide thriving um, industry here. When you were first auditioning, was Parent Trap one of your first big um, breaks? Uh, I mean, kind of. My first big break was when they remade another remake. I'm the queen of remakes. Um, <laughs> I really am the queen of remakes and sequels. I've done so many of them. Um, they remade the series Get Smart. And I did oh. that for Oh, and I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, that was my first series that I did with Andy Dick and Don oh, yeah. Adams and Barbara Feldon. And Incredible. so, yeah, so that was my first, first big. Like, so, so let me just back up. So someone is just shouting out and I'm going to ask this because I believe happy birthday. Someone is asking you to say happy birthday to Anna. So would you do that? I don't even know who this person is. Happy birthday, Anna. Yay, <laughs> you got your wish. You got your wish. Uh, someone's saying, Elaine, will you be present in Dynasty Season 4? Um, kind of silly, since uh, you are Alexis Carrington. We're going to segue to that. <laughs> Alexis Carrington. <laughs> Did you ever think, I know, I'm sidetracking. Did you ever think in a million years that that is how it was going to be? That from watching Dynasty, I think it was in the 90s, wasn't it? The original Dynasty was the 80s. Oh, it was the 80s. Hmm. It's and amazing. Now it's, it's a, it's, you know, a new show for a whole new generation. A new show, exactly, for a whole new generation. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams that you'd be Alexis Carrington in your no. form? No, of course not. But, I mean, I can say that about everything that I've done in my career. I would have never imagined A, B, C, D. I mean, line them up, you know. Right. I don't imagine. So let's go back to Parent Chat. So when you got Parent Chat, did that, because I think a lot of people still know you from that. That mm -hmm. is an iconic film. How many mm -hmm. auditions did you have to have for that? Did it fall into your lap? What was the preparation like? Uh, I did two auditions. I did the initial audition, and then I did a chemistry read with Lindsay and Dennis. And oh, that was it. So did yeah, you feel connected was... to, did you feel like it was yours? Did you feel when you got that call, like, oh, this is mine? I mean, I don't know. At that point, I hadn't, I mean, I had certainly done work, but I didn't know that I, I don't know that I knew enough at that time to define, like, what that feeling would be. I just, I did know that I knew what to do with the character. Yeah. So I don't know if I, I can't say that I knew it was mine, but I was like, oh, I know what to do with her. Like, I know who this woman is. Do you think, do you ever, do you get nervous in the past from when you were having auditions when you first started? Because a lot of actors listening right now, 
they could work on that material and feel so confident and so flushed out and beginning, middle and end, and then get to that room or get, you know, in front of the people and then just bomb because of nerves. Can you address all that? The all the time. So how, all the time. So how do you, how did you work through those nerves? Because I think that's an important lesson. Well, you know, it, I think it has to do with, um, I think it has everything to do with preparation and mm. not only preparing the material, but preparing your mental state. So now, like, I finally got to the point where I got caught off guard. My nerves caught me off guard enough times that now I expect to be nervous. And so, yeah, so when you expect that, what do you do to help it, to embrace it? I use a lot of visualization and practicing so I don't just run lines and stuff. I will set up my space as if I'm like walking into the room and I will envision the people there and interacting with them. And I will anticipate, I will like envision the nerves that I'm going to feel mm -hmm. and like how, like what I'll need to do to mm -hmm. work with that. So I do visualization and actual physical practice. So meaning, so do you put like the person you're substituting in the chair in your room that you're practicing and then do you make up the people that you think are going to be in the room or the people that are in your scene? No, the people who, that, who are going to be in the room. Ah. Yeah. So, you know, I've been in enough, enough rooms now where I set it up. Okay. I know that there's, let's say that I, I, I never know exactly. I mean, I always try to get as much information going in as possible because I don't mm -hmm. like surprise people. Right. So I'm some on as many details going in and then uh i'll know like oh, okay so i'll i'll plan if there's a reader whether it's someone separate or the casting director and then whoever else might be in the room and i'll spat smatter them across and then know that the camera is going to be there and then work it like that it's so important to take care of yourself on every single level every single solitary level um, someone is just asking me, it says, you speak with uh, Nicolette Sheridan to the role of Alexis Carrington. Can you speak about that? Did she used to play that role? Yeah, she, she originated it in this incarnation and then left the show. Right. And the thing is, you're not copying her and nobody can be anybody else. You're going to create your own Alexis Carrington. Let's speak to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> I love Sherry just right to it always i always do i'm an interviewer this is what i become an acting coach slash interviewer <laughs> yeah. as, as a coach so, so which i think actors need i mean it's certainly been beneficial to me it's like just cut all the bullshit out just get right to it thank you i appreciate it yeah because you could actually talk for an hour about you know bullshit but let's just get to the point that's what people want to hear the points right yeah for sure so creating and, i yeah, go ahead. I find that, you know, the dance, especially as actors, like I, I, you know, how many times I've spent dancing around stuff when it was really just about fear. And it's like, just like face the fear, just do it. Cause either you're going to do it or you're not. So go ahead and rip off that bandaid as soon as possible. I 1000% agree. Um, so let, can we just talk about, well, let's, since we're on Alexis Carrington, let's just talk about it for a second. And then I'm going to sidetrack. So, is it so incredible playing this role? And how did you do your research for her and make it your own and make it your fabulous self? And you guys, I know Elaine and I've coached Elaine and we work together and we're friends and she's just, I just want to brag about you that 
she fucking loves the process and the work and she likes to dig in and get to all the necessary grit of it all and then lets it all go and i think all actors should resonate that and so i love you for that and to work with you as a coach it's very inspirational Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, you know, and especially, um, it, it can be hard to find people to work with. Um, I'll say, you know, at my level, and I'm by no means at the top, but I'm a very seasoned working actor who does love the process. Mm -hmm. Like, I do love what I do. So, um, so with, the, you know, with Alexis, I watched every single episode I came in at, uh, at in the eighth episode of the third season. So I watched all of season one. I watched mm. all of season two. I had conversations. I did have to kind of figure it out because I knew that I wasn't going to be doing what was already done. I didn't mm. want to do what was already done. Mm -hmm. um, this is an iconic role. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I have, um, I have experience now with many iconic roles as I look back on my career. So, yes. you know, I, I kind of realized with every job, I feel like I learned something new. And with this job, I really learned like, oh, this was a big, tall order. And I didn't even really realize that until I got here to mm. step into a iconic role, to step into a role that's already been established on a mm -hmm. show, to step into a show that's already been going. And so I just did as much homework as I possibly could. And with every episode, I'm still like, okay, what am I going to like figuring it out? Cause dynasties, a you very, very, very unique situation. And that mm -hmm. one episode can be comedy. The next episode can be high drama. One episode will be very action packed. The next yeah. one won't be. And so it's, a, it's a very mixed bag, all operating at a heightened level. And then to still like ground my version in that and make it seamless. Like it's, it's, I've put a lot of work. I've put in a lot of work. Well, you know what? That's why you're such a wonderful actress too. And you're so wonderful on the show because you do put in the work. You want to put in all that work and then you don't want to see any of the work. And yeah. yeah and plus your outfits. Oh my God. <laughs> well, oh my God. That's what I've, that's also something I've really learned. Like let, let the costumes, let the set, let the other people do some of the heavy lifting. It's not all like, I don't have to do it all. In fact, when you start doing it all, that's when you're doing too much. So, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to play glam because I look glam. Yes. You know, I don't have to play a bitch because I'm written like a bitch. So just <laughs> let. I thought you were going to say, cause you are a bitch. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Well, that too, but. <laughs> She's the best. I love you so much. Oh my God. You're so funny. Can we just address for a second? Cause we're only going to chat for like a half hour or so, but about passion and purpose. And I know that actors, your passion is that, but I always tell actors if it can be a higher purpose that you're reaching for, that it will take the nerves away and be able to tell a clearer story. Cause you're going to go for something bigger. So what is your bigger purpose? Well, you know, you, um, I, um, I don't necessarily, I definitely agree with purpose. I don't ever really think about it that way. And maybe I should, as far as like my purpose in my work, 
I look at it more as like my purpose in my lifestyle and just doing what I do in general, because it's, I think that this is such a brutal or can be such a brutal business. Mm -hmm. And so I had to find a reason why I keep showing up to be rejected (laughs) (laughs) and face the nerves and the up and down and the feast and famine and the blah, blah, blah. You're like, you know, we know all the elements of it. And for me, it, it really is about um, inspiring to inspire and particularly to inspire um, goodness in this world. So for, you know, for every bad character I play, the reason I do that is because I believe in animals and I believe in love and I believe in human rights and I believe in equality. So I can go to the links that I go to because, and that's, you know, in my characters, but also in, like I said, in the ups and downs and all, well, I can go to all of that because I want my life to be inspiring to others for them to dream bigger and love bigger. And don't you feel though, because you have, you've made it to this level and I think very successful level that you have your voice now, you can use your voice to help push other interests of equality, of the animal rights that you're such an activist for and believe in so dearly. So you get to be a voice. So don't you think that this career has helped you? Because if people didn't know who you were, they might not listen, but they listen to you because you do. And I hear what you're saying. You do instill that love into your work, but then you get to use it as a platform. For sure. But I, I did this even when, I mean, I got success very, very early on and I've had varying degrees of it. And it's sort of been like a very slow, steady mountain climbing upwards, mm-hmm. thankfully. Right. And, you know, I'm someone, you know, depending on how you, who you talk to, everybody has their philosophy on life. And certain there's a certain psychology that dictates sort of like well you know what your 20s are about what your Mm -hmm. teens are about what your 20s are about what your 30s are about what your 40s are about but i was someone that for good bad right or wrong i kind of lived my adult life very early Mm. and so i've always been having that voice i've always and you know whether that helped me hurt me whether I was effective or not I don't know but it's what it's what I wanted it's what I knew and um, I will say that now I feel like it's it's even more effective yeah absolutely people are writing to me and they're saying that you're inspiring them because you dance every morning on your live stream so mm-hmm. that's so amazing. I think it comes on sometimes when I'm just waking out of bed because I'm, on the, I'm in Los Angeles. So what, yeah. is the, what do you do every morning? What do you do? Uh, my friend, I have a friend who got quarantined here with me. And so every morning we just, I was like, I've got to do something. So every single morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do a live morning dance party where we talk and share and field questions and then play a song and dance. Oh my God, any particular music that you do or is it just random? Random and we take requests and stuff. But each morning, I mean, and like we don't, you know, we don't advertise, but I'd say between all the platforms, we get a good three plus thousand people who join us in the morning. That's amazing. 
Elaine, see, but that's how the give back happens. And that's how this platform for you has can inspire other people to have a good attitude and to rise up, and especially during this time, because everyone's quarantined. And we need people like you. And you know what I love about you? You don't give a shit what people think about you because you corely love and believe in yourself, which I believe everybody should have that attitude because it creates a strength and a core energy that people want to listen to and hang out with. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I, I've really been working on that because I, you know, I, I, I care more than I'd actually want to care about. However, mm. what I decided was that I can't let it, I can't let that be more important than my, than me and what I want for my life. Mm -hmm. So constantly navigating that and working with that and getting, certainly as I get older, and I share you, I'm sure like, as you get older, you just, you do care less. Like, it's like, I, I, I don't have time, yes. energy, you know, to give to other people. Which is, it's, yes, it's a good thing. And it's something that it needs to happen when you're in your twenties, when you're just starting in the business, because as you age and the years come, you understand that it doesn't matter. Your core belief in yourself is what matters. But what matters for people starting in the business is they have to sort of learn that early, which you can't. It's such a dichotomy because you're supposed to know everything you know as you get older when you're younger. So yeah. if people could just dip into a couple of truthful things about themselves and not care because they're coming from a good, giving, and loving place, then they're, I think it's, uh, you know, they're 10 steps ahead of other, other people that are worried. Do you know? Well, I was so naive in my 20s. I just had such supreme confidence that it's like, oh, oh you want me to you want you want me to jump off this cliff? Okay, I will. <laughs> so in my 20s, yeah. <laughs> until my 30s, I was like, wait a minute. You yeah. want me to jump off this cliff? Well, what's going to be below? Like, yeah. why not, you know, all that. And now in my 40s, I'm like, I'll jump off the cliff if I want to jump off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny and that is so right um savannah lambert one of my actors that studies with me young actress she's asking if there's any advice for young actors um yeah my advice to young actors is always like is i'm, I'm is understand that this is a lifestyle mm -hmm. like you're never ever 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 gonna get to a point where like that there's gonna be something that just radically changes everything and your life is set that's not that's not gonna happen mm -hmm. it happens in a series of many radical moments that slightly shift your life mm -hmm. and when you look back on it all um, it adds up so like just stay the course and start to get into the mindset that you have to stay the course because that's really what it's going to take so keep studying you don't ever reach a point where you coast where it's mm -hmm. done that, that's an illusion so with that like really gets get clear that it's something that you love because it is a lifelong journey and it is a lifestyle. 
It is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of rejection too. And it's a lifestyle of a weird kind of addiction because after that, you know, if you get a rejection, then you book a job, then you're, then you feel better. And you can never, my advice is that you can never base whether you're working or not on your self-esteem. And yeah. it's incredibly important to surround yourself by people that don't pop that positive energy bubble that you need to surround yourself with to protect you and surge ahead. And it is always about the craft and getting to know who you are at all times. Somebody, by the way, just said, we're so funny, we should do stand-up together. sit down um, someone sit is asking hold on someone's asking do you have any tips to get into drama school i have an audition in october for guildhild in london i'm so scared first of all you got to get the word scared out you could be excited and you can look forward to it but scared that visual and that feeling is not going to help you so any advice uh elaine for that to get into a drama school yeah just prepare and know that like drama school is not the end all be all i I didn't go to drama school, but right. I study. I study all the time. Right. So, yeah, it won't. It's not the end all be all. But if it's something that you want and you think will help you, then like just be like be as prepared as you possibly can be. And then if you if you get in, great. If you don't get in, great. Yeah. Find next. Keep having way. that open-hearted attitude of next. It wasn't meant to be there, but something else is going to shift for you. And here's the thing about going into drama schools. They always want you to do a very uh, a Shakespeare piece, a contemporary piece. So make sure actors that are listening that you've asked that question, that you understand the story that you're telling and the point of view of your character so you can flush it out and then add yourself to it and have a grand time. All you are in control of is having fun in your storytelling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So advice, some positive advice for the actors that are, moving through this COVID and to having hope and to staying positive that it's coming back and any word um, on how they're going to navigate this? Yes. So, um, out particularly because, wait, sorry. Oh, speaking of- Oops, oh, we lost her. Uh, oh, there you are. Uh, being in my 40s means my knees can't sit in certain positions for too long. Um, oh, stop it. You're so fabulous. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, now that I'm on, since I'm on a show, we get, we're getting a lot of word and SAG just put out, SAG, IOTSE, the directors, right? They all came together and put out a standard of working in, in, uh, in COVID. And so I definitely suggest reading that. Um, and know that productions, productions are for sure going to come back. If it's for the sure. one thing we've learned during this time is that people need to be entertained. So it's just, the industry was already looking like the wild west it's just looking even more like the wild west mm -hmm. because between streaming and people creating their own content and traditional and all this like there's just so many opportunities so no it is going to come back to yes. so do everything you can right now to take care of yourself because you again want to be ready when the doors open up. And what does that mean for you when you say take care of yourself? Training, health, eating, tell yeah. us. Yeah, that means that I drink a minimum of um, 34 ounces of water every day. Mm-hmm, yes. Water, I eat well, I meditate, I journal, I stay connected with people. 
I stay up to date on what's happening in the industry. I watch a lot of TV, what are people doing, what's interesting. Um, and for me, I'm like, because we're, we're going to go back within a couple of months. So I'm two months out and already I'm like, okay, now I got to start doing my brain games because mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing more memorizing and I'm getting back into uh, real, I, I've always been doing light exercise, but I need to get back in real exercise because I got to build up my stamina. So you should join me. I do an hour in my bedroom every single morning. Woo! You should join me. Of doing what? Oh my God. I used to be an aerobics instructor in the eighties. So girl, I'm all are about, you, I'm all about the exercise. Are you doing your own routines? Yes. I do my own routines and I'm fast and I do it. And I do so much stomach and leg and arms and um, aerobics. Everybody, you can all join me. I'll go on live one day. You won't be able I, to keep up. <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to keep up for sure. No way. But you'll love it. Someone's asking the question of what if you are just starting out and you don't have a reel or clips or an agent or a manager, what's your advice? Get into, get into classes and yes. um, work with other people. And like I did that and I signed up for everything. I signed up for AFI. I signed up to do student films. I signed up to do shorts. I signed up for independent stuff. Like any time I could get experience, I, I did. So basically get to training and the cream rises to the top. It just always does. And people will find you. It is a small town and the word gets out. Do you agree? For sure. For sure. hundred percent. I'm so happy to have you here. Actually, when I was in Atlanta and I saw Elaine, we had so much fun. Yeah. Somebody's saying, can you please tell Elaine hello from Modesto? Okay. Actually, there you go. Huh? Hello. Oh, it's Lisa. Okay. She's one of the, the dance party. We got a whole, uh, got, there's a whole squad of people who um, have connected because of the dance, morning dance party. That is so. an incredible give back. So what, just tell people who are listening who might not know, what is it? So when do they tune in or do they just follow uh, you? Yeah, just, uh, I, I do it on Facebook, Periscope and Instagram all at the same time. All, everything is Elaine, the number four animals. And every morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're doing a morning dance party to inspire joy and love. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to have to tune in if I get up early enough. <laughs> You're a good sleeper though, man. I Well, I make myself sleep because I work so <laughs> many hours coaching. I burn 1000 calories per student. So I have to sustain that energy and I have to drink eight bottles of these a day. I mean, eight, yeah, eight bottles of water at least. And let yeah, me, just, yeah. No, go ahead. I want actors to really know that, it, you know, you're the instrument that you're playing, so you better feed it healthily and treat it good and exercise because you want to be fluid and open and malleable, and it's so very important. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, uh, I am always envious of your energy. Like, I have, I have about, I don't know, a hundredth of your energy. <sighs> I know. I, I, I've always been a hyper person and I'm so mellow for me now. I feel like I'm so mellow and yet to most people I'm so hyper, but I'm really passionate. <laughs> I freaking love what I do and I want to instill that into everybody else. I am like a cheerleader in my life. I've always been a coach in my twenties when I was an actress, 
I was like, this is, how can I make money? And I started my own exercise business. So I've always been a coach in some format. So my, my, me, my energy is to inspire. Yeah. Well, Adriana I, is saying hello from Ireland. Hi, Adriana. Say hi to Adriana. Hi, Ireland. <laughs> I, all, all the countries show up. I love seeing where everybody comes from. Um, so amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, especially, I always tell people to come study with you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I know I've had, um, I know I've had a few people. I don't know if whoever listens, but I always tell people that they should. Do you hear that, everybody? Do you hear that? No, it's all good. What advice do you have for an actor's longevity? Positive mindset. What do you have uh, advice, Elaine, for an actor's longevity? Um, keep growing mm. in your work and in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Melissa. She's like, I'm studying with you. Hi, Melissa. How are you? I know who you are studying with me. You just started. I'm happy to have you. Uh, longevity for me, too, is the fact that you can't base it on whether you're working or not. And it has to be something that you love to do. But you also don't wait for your auditions and live your life to the fullest. Travel, have relationships, have babies. Who cares? Just do your life and don't wait and say, oh, I can't because if this happens. She's nodding. Especially, especially now because, you know, when I started, I did have to live that way because you had to be in the room. So there wasn't like if there was a job in New York, right. you know, they flew you to New York or you flew yourself, you had to go be there. You had to be in the room. It's not like that anymore. No. Nope. So you can be anywhere and put yourself on tape and send it in. So now more than ever, live your life. I agree. Oh, to the fullest, to the fullest. Uh, what, what is this? Um, you received a La Femme Humanitarian Award. What is that? Oh, um, yes, the La Femme, Femme, uh, LA Femme Filmmakers. Uh, I got an award from them last fall. It's a film yes. festival of all, like uh, women. It's all women. Wow, what is that? And congratulations. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, yeah, well, people can can learn more about it online. I, you know, I don't know what festivals and things are doing this year. I don't know, yeah. like, if they're doing things online or not. But um, it's it's grown. I've worked with them for a few years, and mm -hmm. they just every year get bigger and better and bigger and better. Yeah, amazing. And someone's just asking me right now if you're still doing the pet matchmaker. Uh, I'm not doing the pet matchmaker itself, but I work with, I work on the behalf of on behalf of animals every single day. <laughs> yes, you do. I tried, to, I tried to rescue a kitten this morning. There was a kitten in my yard. I'm like, oh, the moment I opened the door, it off. But oh, oh, I love how much and I love all your your babies, all your babies. They're amazing. And Elaine is a huge animal rights activist and. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's just absolutely a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, somebody was asking me a question. Oh, someone said, I, Elizabeth Apate, you have the, the case of I can'ts. You gotta change your mindset, girl. And you gotta get my book, The Positive Path for Actors. I know I'm talking to you, Elaine, but I just, you can't, you can't live this life and have that mindset. It's just gonna take you down. There's too much negative force out there and you're suc succumbing to it. You have to, you know, Treat yourself really well and make your mindset so you rise up above that. Yes, do you want to speak to that? 
Yeah. Well, and then I see someone else here also says, because just to kind of piggyback on that, have you reached a point where you felt stuck and how did you get through? Mm. I think it's yeah. sort of the same thing. But, yes. Uh, I, for me, I've learned that there's a, there's, there's always a fine line. I have to work with how I feel, mm -hmm. but I can't indulge myself because I can spiral down really deep, mm -hmm. fairly quickly, but I can't, I can't also like just stop when feeling, right. so I have to work with it. And sometimes like I've quit this business at least three times <laughs> and but yet here I am because really at the end of the day, it's a relationship and I married this business and I'm showing up for better or worse and sickness and health till death do us freaking part. <laughs> and Amen. So, you know, uh, there's certain days where it's like, no, it's not happening today. And I'll allow myself a certain amount of that. And then sometimes I've learned it, it goes too long and then, you know, but it's, it's, it's an ebb and flow and it's a give and take. And you really, I, I've just, I had to, I've really had to work with that. And, 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 and then, to, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No. And then just fight, fight tooth or nail, always fighting tooth or nail to get to that place where I, I'm, I am above it. I remember when we worked on and when you got the wonderful show, sex, drugs, and rock and roll with Dennis Leary. And it's crazy because every show that I really love, it gets canceled and there's no rhyme or reason. I don't know how like shows like my, my dear friend Lisa Vidal's show just got canceled and it was so adorable oh. to watch the beauty and the baker and she's amazing on it. And it was such a good cast. And I don't know. So when that stuff happens, cause you're so invested and I know you were really invested in this character and we really sculpted it. We worked together on that character. So what, it's like a knife when that happens, yes? Yeah, for sure. And by the way, on that, you know, they're starting a petition to try to reverse that decision to bring. So if you go to the real, uh, real Lisa Vidal's uh, page, she lists the link to the petition and it's got, I don't know, maybe like almost 40,000 people have signed it now, maybe even more. That was this morning. So, oh, that's amazing because uh, it's such a cute show. Yeah, they're really fighting to try to um, bring that show, which fans can do. It's happened before, and fans will bring it back. You know, Dynasty is doesn't yes. do very well in the first run, but it's in the top ten in the entire world. So, fans, y'all got a lot of power. They and especially now, like it feels like they do more so than ever. Yeah, more so than ever. So, how did you adjust when you? When you get the call, what happens when a show gets canceled? Do, do, who calls you to tell you? Does the showrunner call you? What happens? I don't know. It, I, I, like, I'm trying to think about some of the other shows that I've done that got canceled or didn't get picked up or whatever. And I'm like, I, I was, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll was just so special because Dennis Leary and I became so close and we're such mm. good friends now mm -hmm. that he, for sure, he called me himself. Yeah. And he listen, don't worry, we're going to work together again. It's that we just have to let this go. He, he seems to me to be an amazing, tell it like it is, get down to the nitty gritty right away, just real organic and real and raw. And I think that I would get along well with him. That's my opinion he, of him. Yeah, 
He's, um, and he's very insular. Like he's mm. very loyal and very mm. much about his, his mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. You don't <laughs> Yes. That's what I love about him though. Cause I love bottom line truth. It's like cut the bullshit. Just go for the truth. It just helps people grow and it just moves faster. And none of the nonsense. That's my opinion. Someone is asking what's your favorite character that you played, Elaine? What's your favorite character? If you had one. Well, you know, uh, I mean, that's, it's kind of like asking who's your favorite child. Um, well, I'd say my son, Jack, but he is my child. And that's okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, but you only yeah, have one. You know, I only have one. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an only child. So my mom would have said the same thing. Um, <laughs> and I have no children except for my fur children. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I love, I love them all. I loved Ava X from Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll. I absolutely mm -hmm. loved her. Mm -hmm. I wish I wish we were still doing that show. Um, oh. I love I loved Meredith Blake. I love playing Alexis. You know, all of them. There's I, I think the the more I would be able to give a much shorter answer if you asked me which roles I did not like playing, and especially because I'm never going to voice them, so. No, don't, I don't want to hear that, because I think everything's an opportunity and everything's an exploration. Maybe some didn't feel as wonderful as others, right? For sure. And I mean, that's the thing, is that you do learn. But there's some like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't ever need to do that again. Uh, but uh, and then there's just so many is oh my god I can't wait to do that again but that is the drug that is the drug that is this that is the drug Elaine is someone saying Maddie from the squad is saying hi hi Maddie <laughs> okay we have one we're gonna close out in a second because why I have to go into a coaching um uh, Elaine can you wish Aaron a happy birthday hi happy birthday Aaron Happy birthday, Aaron. I love birthdays. I don't know who Aaron is, but birthdays are so great. Okay, so we're going to close out. Three things of inspiration to tell actors out there. We might have, you might have said it already, but just three things of advice to them and before we say goodbye. And I love you, and I'm so happy you came on today to hang out with me and everybody yeah. else who listened. Um, uh, take care of yourself, mind, body, spirit. Mm. Um, I say, make sure you have, uh, Sherry, use purpose. I also like, I'm going to just be specific and that have, have a charitable cause, mm. make, like, give back in some form mm -hmm. of charity in okay. your life. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then the third thing would be at some point for sure, you got to study with Sherry. For sure. ah! Oh my God. That is so great. I'm saving this. This tape will be saved. No, I really appreciate that you just said that. I love well, you true. so it's, much. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you for spending this 45 minutes with us. Thanks all who tuned in. I'm going to save this on the story. And I love you. I love you so much. I cannot wait to be able to give you a hug and have a drink and a dinner. Come, come, yeah, and come back to Atlanta and we can play again. Yes. I'm I'm in. I'm in. As soon as it's safe, I'm in. I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you. I love you too. You're